When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only i'm just making sure everything works here yes it is recording miss sarah frazier that the biggest thing, David? It's like you just have to hit record in our business. People go, oh, is it hard to podcast? The only thing you need to do is hit record, really. It's the biggest I thing. Mean... You would be blown away, and it's happened to me numerous times. How many times in your podcasting career have you gone a whole hour and you look down and like you didn't hit record on Zoom? Never, but it is truly. <laughs> knock the... wood, all right. Knock wood. Not... <laughs> I, seriously, David, yeah, I'm not being cocky. It's my biggest fear because you know what it is, as bad as it would be with me and you, or me and Rachel, you could tell. I mean, imagine like when it's like, I don't know, who did I just have? You would go deedle. Right. Like imagine if you're just like, I wasted an hour of your celebrity time. These people are so high maintenance behind the scenes, guys, all of them. I can't even imagine the agents and the managers. And I mean, yeah, it would be bad. You? I have one situation, one, you want to hear some behind the scenes, some yes. one time when I was on with, I'm sure there's, I have other stories, but like when I was on with Taylor Armstrong from RHOC yes. at that time, RHOBH and her internet cut off. And then, so we literally recorded like an hour, but we had like maybe five or 10 more minutes left. She came back on. And when she came back, I mean, I was so frazzled that I lost her. I mean, because otherwise I would have had to say, hey, guys, this podcast is over. I lost Taylor. She's nowhere. She came back on. I forgot to hit record for like the last 10 minutes. So after it was over, I never did this. I called her people and I'm like, listen, and they were not at all impressed with the um noviceness of David Yontef's <laughs> and they got her back on, but they were not when she came back on. I mean, this isn't the same day. This was like three weeks later when she came back on, she was lovely. I mean, it was like for a 10 minute wrap up, but her team was like, what? And I mean, it's, it's not a professional look, darling. I I'm trying to think if I ever did that with a guest. I know numerous times I've recorded my own podcast and gotten all the way through and looked down and there wasn't a line on the podcast recording oh. device. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. I just gave my best performance. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that with a guest. I know I have. I know I have, but 
Oh, I know. It's the worst feeling. So anyway, you always double check that you hit record. Uh, okay, Ms. tip. what have you been up to out there in the Hamptons? I mean, it seems like you you texted me all week. You had scoop about Andy Cohen. You had scoop about, I feel like, who else? Like, Mar- was there more Marge oh, team? And I'm- oh, my God. No, Did you know what it is? Body? Okay, before, there's a lot of housewife sightings here. And I've had dinner, and I've been, like, you know, I'm friends with Barbara Kay. There's a lot of rony shit going on out here, but... Um, no, I don't have more Marge tea. I really don't even want to talk about this so much anymore, but I just think there's so many comments after I gave my tell all about how Marge approached me at the Hamptons and like threatened me. I think people, because a lot of people were saying, I don't think she meant to really threaten you. She was implying she has files on Andy and producers. I just want to clarify this. Yeah, that is what she was implying. She also said that. So, I mean, forget about me because who the hell am I? I'm like a nobody. I'll just say that. I'm going to put myself down. Everyone says not to do that, but forget about me. She said, they're never going to fire me because I have files on them. And I'm like, what do you mean? Andy, yes. Producers, yes. Corporate, yes. Production, yes. More people in production, yes. So, there were so many comments and I just want to clarify that. Yeah. There's no mystery. Marge said that she had files on production and Andy. And so that's why she's protected. I mean, these are some big cocky statements to make. Don't you think? I think they're kind of foolish. I, they are foolish to make in real life. Like I, I would never say that to you knowing who you are because she had to have known it was going to get back. Now, maybe that's Marge's strategy. Now, do I think for one second, I'm sorry, but I think all these big players, I'm talking Bethany, I'm talking, I, I guarantee the Gorgas, Teresa and Louis, even though Louis swears up and down, he doesn't have, I think they all hire private investigators. They all have files on each other. Um, I just think they do. And they're getting fed a lot of information from people that live in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, who know, you know, some of these people, I think they all have files. So, I mean, do I think it's like that shocking that Marge was like, oh, I'm never getting fired. We know she could definitely get fired. They, they don't care. Bravo's been through the ringer. What else is there to possibly, I mean, Nini's accused him of every which way to Sunday. Now, Bethany, you think they give two shits what? Marge has on him. I mean, I'm sure it's all the same stuff. Producers let a drunk, you know, Melissa Gorga almost make out with somebody. And but you know, it's all the same but stuff. But that's not what she's I mean, I I I I agree with you. Listen, but all I mean files. do I think they all listen? I told you I, I would hire a private investigator if I was on the cast and you were coming after me. But yeah, but when she says she has, I mean, she's implying like the people in production, she has files on them, like what you did. You know, you cheated on your wife. You did this. I mean, this is what she's implying. It's not files on like castmates. She said production and Andy, meaning like dirt. Now, if you worked for me and you had dirt on me, I mean, I would fire. I wouldn't be afraid of you. I would be like, yeah, I'm going to fire you and let's just get this over with. But imagine how sick that is if you're going and having files on like the production company and saying like, I know you cheated on your wife. I know, and it's also a scare tactic. Like everyone has something in their past that they're like, oh, is that what she's talking about? But she said production and Andy. So I don't know if I were production and Andy, I would take no. But I mean, that's, I just wanted to clarify that. I mean, this has nothing to do with me. That's different, Sarah, than having stuff on the Gorgas and this one's fighting with that one. It's different, man. Don't you think? I mean, but do you really think she's the only one that has that? You think, you think like, Louis and Teresa and other people don't have. I 
I mean, I, I think Teresa, you know, no, I think Teresa lives, is living her life and just had the best vacation of her life. It is like so in love with her husband and her blended family. No, I mean, I, listen, I think it's sick. I mean, I would have files on my castmates and on air, I need to fight, but I think it's sick. If I mean, that is the real world when you are looking into production and your bosses. That's, I mean, that's like maniacal. That's like the accountant right now that's sitting at their cubicle that their their boss is like mad at them and they're going to go investigate their boss and be like, you can never fire me. Like that's, that's craziness. I don't know. I don't know. How do we know? Okay. So she says she, there's always so many things in contracts, right? I mean, this isn't the first rodeo for Andy or these production companies. She could say that, but you know, they might have clause in there that, you know, I don't know. she could be sued for misconduct if she is investing. I mean, I'm sure there's, this isn't like the first time this happened. There's probably some sort of morality clause in there. She could be violating that if she brought this stuff up and tried to use it against him. I mean, also it's blackmail. I mean, you can well, say it. That's but then where we are. Listen. Then, well, then I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe she should be canned. And I guess, I don't know if we know what's going on behind the scenes, but. I just know this woman and I listen, and we'll move on. I really but I just know this woman, like, it's, she's just, look, I'm sure after I put her on blast last week, now she's, I'm on the top of her list. I'm not afraid of her, but she's maniacal. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's, it's word for word what you just said. It's called blackmail. That is exactly what it's called. So but I don't know. Illegal. Like, I mean, if, you know, I mean, she's going to ruin her entire reputation and all that for trying to blackmail uh production assistant i mean i don't know it's it's a dirty business because wait a minute aren't we hearing now that the entire cast of real housewives of new jersey as it is is all coming back so she has her job they're not all coming back honey they're all coming back and filming has begun the first week which was like two weeks ago was just danielle cabral and rachel fuda jen aiden was still on vacation Teresa was still on vacation melissa was doing whatever i mean it is a fully filming Right now, Jen Fessler is back. Every single person is filming. Right. R-H-O-N-J has returned, Sarah. Okay, so oh. so she's kept her job. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like maybe this was more of a scare tactic towards you. And like, no, maybe I don't she know. Really doesn't have all this info, but she's like, she knows. I don't scare today. though, dear, but I, it's, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you would, I, I agree with you. I don't know why you would approach someone yeah. with, again, this has nothing to do with me. This is actually a, a, a positive to everybody listening. I'll admit it as important it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order 
or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Honey Love, you guys know how I feel about Honey Love, but it's because I've got Honey Love Shaper and I've sent it to all of our regular co-hosts, Kim D, Rachel, you could tell, Sarah Fraser, I could keep going and they all love it. So why wouldn't I love it? If my girls are happy, I'm happy, right? But Honey Love really is the best shaper. I mean, it's wedding season, it's the summer. If you have an event coming up, you have to go to Honey Love. Their best-selling item is the Superpower Short. The Superpower Short from Honey Love has targeted compression technology that helps you distinguish between the areas you want more support and the areas where you need less compression. Brilliant, right? Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body. There's also a booty lifter, but it doesn't stop there. Listen, Honey Love is more than just shapewear and sculptwear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, leggings. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20 off honeylove.com slash velvet. It's like, it's the power of this audience. People are actually listening to us. Like this mic is not just on. Honestly, I hate to say it four years in, I wouldn't still be doing this if no one was listening. I I would be out. I'd be out. I mean, isn't that the definition of insanity? Like I'm sitting here talking to a microphone and three people are listening four years in. I don't know. I find that well, some people strange. know. Some people, it's a hobby. You know, some people, oh, it's a hobby. It's, a hobby. it's a stress release. I mean, oh. you know, um, <laughs> okay, Sarah. Well, listen, do you have I, any hobbies? I don't think you have any hobbies. You work 24 seven. I mean, well, if I'm being honest, I collect Louis Vuittons. That is a hobby. hobby. It is a hobby. I collect it. I, you know, I'm, I collect, I search, I find, I purchase. That is a hobby. And my other hobby is sleep. I enjoy sleep. I don't blame you. I love a good night's sleep. And I, 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 I like to work. I can't help it. The good news for everyone listening that doesn't hate me. Um, is that I enjoy working and I mean, I go out to dinner. Oh, speaking of which, before we move on. I have two people, Miss Suzanne and Miss Rochelle from the Upper East Side, these two friends of mine. Apparently, I think with you, maybe with Kim, but I think with you, I recently said, all I want to do is work. I love my listeners. And I said, but I, you know, I don't care if I have any friends. Like, it it is what it is. Like, I'm over my friends. Okay. Well, Miss Suzanne and Miss Rochelle from the Upper East Side of New York City are furious with me. Fury us. You've made me lose two friends. They are pissed. Why? About what? That I said, like, I'm over all my friends and I love my listeners and I would rather hang out with my listeners. They are. This is not a joke. Oh, well, that's true. I get that. I, think fr- I was thinking when you said that, Ooh. I was like, I have seen some of your friends when you and I have Zoomed, like, at your Hamptons home and stuff. And I'm like, they cannot be happy with you because, yeah, you basically... I'm sure your friends are over you. Yes. Over. Over. Now, here's a little bit of good news for Suzanne and Rochelle. Out of all the guests, because next year I'm lying. Next year I'm doing major renovations on my Hamptons house. Wink, wink, wink. I don't want anybody coming next year. I'm so exhausted. So here's some good news. Suzanne and Rochelle were out of all the weekend guests, and it's been every fucking weekend, not a minute to myself, they actually possibly were maybe the best guests of 
the weekend. They they because all Rochelle wants to do is buy Louis Vuitton. So we actually I brought and when I bring someone into the Louis store, like I kind of get the credit, you know, like, oh, so I don't have to buy something this month. Like this bitch over here can buy two things. So like Rochelle bought and all they want to do is talk about bags and food and dinner. So Suzanne and Rochelle, although they hate me, and I said I'd rather hang out with my guests, they were possibly the best weekend guests so far as far as not getting on my nerves. So there you go. I have some positive news. But you got me in trouble, girl. I mean, I guess I said it, so I got myself into trouble. I just want to point that out. that I'm I'm not shocked. I thought that when you said that about your friends. I'm like, they all listen. They're not going to be very pleased about this. Hey, they're like, really, they told this other girl, Esther, tell him we're pissed. And she's texting me, they're, they're mad at you. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, could we talk about Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade? We never really broke down this video from a few weeks ago. Can we shout out our friend Andrew oh. um, and his podcast? Yes. I- spoiler. Um, Ivory ta- ta- Tower. Spoiler. Thank you. Yes, please. I want to find their correct name because I know, I know, he put this I know, out and he I has know. an awesome podcast and he's a big fan of ours. And I'm Ivory Tower that. Boiler Room. That's what I thought Thank it was. You. Ivory Tower Boiler Room. Okay. Everybody needs to listen and go and give him love. He's awesome. And he uh, is also a Bravo celebrity. Basically, he's the one that you and I shared the video and he tagged us in it. He says we've been queer baited, which I love that. I don't know why. I just love that saying. Um, by Morgan and Kyle. And after watching Morgan Wade's music video that features Kyle, I say we've been queer baited and I am pissed. They don't even fully make out. For God's sake, at this point, fucking make out. It's a music video. You're acting. We're being queer baited. A hundred percent. Good call, Andrew. I have to ask again. I asked a few weeks ago, Kyle Richards, Morgan Wade and Mauricio Umansky. What the fuck is going on? Part two. I have to ask this again. I mean, they do this and they queer bait us. They don't even fully kiss. You're Fall in the video, right? You're in the video. And then Mo, did you see Mo Mauricio commented like, so cool or so good, whatever he said. Yeah. I mean, this is just, it's like, it, it leads you to believe none of it's true because like, if it really was true, why are you, I mean, look, and if it is true, great. Like when I always say like, go and pull the files on me, Marge, like I admit it all, whatever you got, I admit it. I did it. Look at my sordid, shady, embarrassing past. Yeah. So, I mean, is that what's happening? Are they just like, we know you're talking about this. We embrace it. Or is this just like, we're going to play into this and make a coin? Um, I Look, I I have said this from the start when you and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. I truly believe this is Hollywood 101. They're friends with Chris Jenner. Chris is the mastermind in Hollywood. Master. Master, sweetie. Remember when Kim was um, flowered on the red carpet that was all fake, set up by them so Kim could get attention? All their stuff is staged, right? I believe, my own personal opinion... Yes, I think Kim kind of falls in love with these men, you know, but I even think they are picked to some degree. You know, they knew that Kanye would elevate their brand in the fashion world. Right. And then here we are. I'm not I I love the Kardashians. I love what they've done. If you are willing to live that life, I think anybody, you know, somewhat anyone can do that. I mean, Chris really is a genius. And then so is Kim. Um but this is Hollywood 101. We are being queer baited, marriage baited, everything in between. 
And I guess the only part of this I don't understand is they really are helping Morgan. And I wonder right. why, like most of the time it's for financial reasons, right? Usually you don't just do that. It's Hollywood, right? Okay. We know a lot of people that are famous and they never help their friends get famous. So did they have, I guess where Kyle is producing this documentary, there is money at stake. Um, and I think, I think for, and maybe it's as simple as Mo and Kyle know it is great for their brands. It's great for their reality shows. It's great heading into the fall for RHOBH. Um, but like, do they care? Great. Like, I mean, if you're Drew yes, Sedora and, you know, the thirst is real from Atlanta or you're, you know, I don't know, Taylor Armstrong back on the OC and all of a sudden 35 years later, you're by really girl. Like, I understand the thirst of it all, but like Kyle Richards is not thirsty. Her position on the show is so secure. Love her. People call her vile. There's a lot of people that call her vile. I'm not doing it. A Tamra, I will call Tamra. I'm not saying her name is vile, but people do refer to this woman as vile. So like, but her position, whether you love her or hate her, is secure on the show. She's one of the most secure housewives after Teresa. Doesn't so matter. Why? No. What? It just doesn't no. matter. She wants a blockbuster. You always season. need the fame. You need the fame for your kids, for the agency. I mean, and the I guess thing you're that, right. The thing that separates like a Chris Jenner and Adam Levine, you know, he is allegedly famous for staging things now. Uh a, a Kyle and Mo from a Drew Sedora or a um Taylor Armstrong is just it's the strategy it's it's they're strategic about it you know and they're more subtle about it and it causes a bigger you know a bigger fuss and they don't look thirsty maybe they're masters at it you know what I mean they don't look thirsty and I mean along the way right the Kardashians like that robbery in Paris was not staged you know I mean and by the way, everybody agrees about Kanye. I mean, I've had major fashion people on here. Zach Posen, Isaac Mizrahi, uh, Norma Kamali. They all agree. Yes, Kanye, say what you want. 100% elevated Kim to the fashion icon she is. She's never oh. got the cover of Vogue before Kanye. I mean, I love Kim Kardashian. I'm a huge apologist. But, you know, yes, she's a force to be reckoned with in the fashion world now. Because of Kanye. I mean, she's taken it and run with it. But yeah, he totally elevated her style. A hundred and ten percent. So Maybe you're right. Maybe you think it's all just publicity. It helps Morgan more than anyone. I mean, I am going to watch the documentary. So it does help Kyle's documentary. I don't know. I would have watched Buying Beverly Hills anyway and The Real Housewives. I still won't. I mean, nothing, nothing. I I actually love Mauricio. We've met him. I I love that. But I I just have too many reality shows. I mean, Sister Wives starts this week. I I mean, I can't. It's just I cannot take on one more show. So I don't watch any of them. But the real estate porn, I can't look away from. I love it. I I just think we've been so queer baited. Um, We've been queer baited. I'm a little yeah, upset we really about have. this. Me too. I mean, we were all invested and I don't think they're going anywhere as far as Mo- Kyle and Mo getting divorced. I don't, I don't think it's real. You don't really. Although what, what about, well, I mean, I don't know. Like Kyle would put her marriage out there for this. Oh my gosh. But he's been seen without his wedding ring recently. You saw that, didn't you? Yeah. I don't care. They know at this point, like, like they they're, they're playing into it. I mean, you know, they know every time they go out, paparazzi are there and looking for signs. Are they with another person? Are they coming out of a nightclub late at night with somebody hot and younger or Morgan? Is she, come on. They know what <sighs> they're doing. They're playing into it. 
keep the drama going. Um, I don't care who you are, you know, how big you are. You need maybe Taylor Swift, Taylor and Beyonce are the only two that probably don't need the drama. But, you know, I had when I just had Dax Holt on my show recently, a few weeks ago, he said he doesn't he said he even brought up Taylor Swift on my show. I, I said the same thing you did. He's like, you know, and Taylor, when she broke up. You know, I didn't know if it was real. It was the same time the tour was happening. And I'm like, Taylor Swift, um, he's like, David, and Jax has a great podcast. He has a history with, he's like, David, everybody needs it. I'm like, Taylor Swift? She's like the biggest celebrity in the world right now. He's like, right. He's like, it doesn't matter. Like more is more is more. I don't know. What What are we doing wrong? What, What are we doing wrong here, Sarah? We're not, the only thing we're doing wrong is we're not sitting around strategizing. Who could we beef with? Who could we be, you know, like that's what we're not doing, you know, because we are <laughs> recording 1800 podcast episodes a day. Not me, honey. But I'm kind no, of trying to No, we need to back. sit around and strategize because it works. It works. Everybody needs it. He's completely correct. I don't care who you are. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's great for business. So we've wow. been all right. Um, you asked me about what's going on in the Hamptons. So, you know, I went out. So I went out this weekend. I had drinks with Barbara Kay. Barbara Kay and I have reconciled. Remember, did I tell you that story? How she was like kind of a bitch to me when I saw her at the dinner with, I don't, I don't remember what I say, where I say. I had this dinner with Elise and Barbara Kay a few weeks ago. She was really cold to me when I showed up. I was like, I basically told her she was a bitch to her face. By the end of the dinner, well, I went to hug her hello. And she was like, I was like, oh, so we're not hugging. I'm like, you're a bitch. By the end of the dinner, we kind of made up. We had a drink this past weekend. Everything is fine. She just bought a new car. I love you, Barbara Kay. So that's not even the story. The night before I go to Tudo, shout out to Sam and Lisa Gallo who are listening um, at Tudo. So I go to Tudo and um, I walk in and Lisa's like, your friend Elise is here. I'm like, okay, I'll go say hi to Elise. You know, like, let's give it a minute. You know, like, I don't need to go interrupt your dinner. Um, And then my friend Sam is like, Ramona's on her way in and I'm, I have no choice. I'm going to seat her right next to Elise. And like, they don't like each other. Remember she brought her on the show. Like they don't, they still do not. Let me just make this clear. Elise and Ramona out here in the Hamptons do truly travel in the same circles. Like Ramona doesn't travel in the same circles is like Ramona and Elise are in the same circles. They see each other and they have mutual friends. They see each other at parties, like standing right next to each other. They still, to this day, don't speak. Like, I even have Marge coming up to me and speaking to me. I mean, grant you, she's telling me how she's going to take well, down the whole problem. Yeah, right. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's not the point. These two still. So when Sam comes up, he's like, now Sam listens to this podcast. He likes the housewives. I'm like, you're evil. And then later he's like, you know, I had no choice, but you girl, there's 800 tables here. You So he's like, I'm going to seat them next to each other. So I thought he was bullshitting me that Ramona wasn't coming in. Two seconds later, Ramona's walking through the restaurant. So he comes up to me and he's like, now, David, there's no questions tonight. We're not doing a podcast episode. And Ramona was shockingly, I will, everyone thinks I'm so negative. She was shockingly very pleasant this evening. She's like, hi, reaches out, kind of like squeezes my hand. She was with two gays. I'm like, Ramona loves that. I'm like, you're just happy to see me because like I'm looking. Well, who up- doesn't love the gays? I, I mean, know. On. And we, the gays are great. I mean, everybody loves the gays. Kind of. We are, you know, we're just fun and we're chilled out most a of blast. the time. A blast. Yeah. A blast. 
I mean, so she shockingly like laughed when she saw me and like kind of reached out and like squeezed my hand. Hello. I'm like, wow. Now, later in the evening, when I was like talking to Sam, I was like, okay, I'm just going to zoom in and take a picture of Ramona. And then I said to Sam afterwards, you know, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. He's like, you know, this is not appropriate. This is a high-end restaurant in the Hamptons. We don't want our business out there. I'm like, that just unfortunately isn't how I do my job. There's nothing I can do. And so now let's see if we're going to have new people mad at me, but I care about this. So so they sat right. So I thought he was kidding. Right next to each other. So then I finally am texting Elise like, hey girl, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. She's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm on the couches. She's like, come by and say hi. I'm like, okay. So I go over and I'm like, this is a joke, right? She's like, oh yeah. I mean like really? And I'm like, I don't know. Sam says he had no other table for four. So there you go. So Elise and Ramona seated next to each other in the Hamptons. They were civil and all they don't speak. I mean, they don't speak. Like it was fine, right? They just didn't speak and everybody carried on and everyone had their dinner. And but what's really funny is like when this woman was leaving, she stops by Ramona's table because she and in the Hamptons, everyone knows each other. She stops by Ramona's table to be like, hey, love you, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes right over to Elisa's table. Hey, I love, you, love you. It's like it's such the same. It's so oh, my God. I'm like, Sam, you are evil. But shout out. Listen, I've said it before. I've said it again. At the end of the day, gun to my head, who's the more evil between Ramona and Sonia? I feel like that's like the question, like Teresa and Melissa. There is a warmness to Teresa that Melissa just doesn't have that I've experienced. And there is a warmness to Ramona, even though she is often the devil, that I have never experienced with the devil that is Sonia Morgan. So there you go. Shout out to Ramona. Elise and I are going to, Elise will be back on this podcast soon, guys. We came up. It all happens over a drink. Elise came up with a great idea. So Elise is going to be coming back on this podcast. Nothing like long term or anything. She came up with something. So um, I'm all over the place today. What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about Bethany? Should we, or should we wait for the whole nother episode? Okay, let's, I, 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 I feel like, I, we, I feel I like we dedicate that. these whole things to Bethany. And now we have even more scoop. I feel like we should cover Bethany below deck next uh, episode. Because Bethany, I, I have Andy T on Bethany. And, and, I have Andy Okay, T. so maybe we should do next episode, Andy T below deck Bethany. I think I want it, because it's been a couple weeks since we've talked Ozempic. I mean, that appearance by Erica Jane on Watch What Happens Live, where she says she lost all the weight because of menopause. Sutton Strack has spoken <laughs> out and said, "Girl, I went through Doesn't menopause." Believe her. I know. And Sutton goes, "I never look. I, I still don't look like that, sweetie." And I've been through menopause. I mean, look, Jane. I mean, I, mean, I love Ms. Jane. I, people have slid in my DMs, and they're like, "Sarah, how can you keep defending this woman?" And I'm like, "I know. I love her." Something. I don't care. I honestly, I mean, short of like, I don't know, physically. I, somebody, I, I love like her. I love her. She's come out the other side to me. So I'm all for it. I love a, you know, Rachel, you could tell is, is in our mix now. She's one of David's angels, as I like to say. Um, you're one too, Sarah. So buckle up, girl, Melissa all Rivers. Right. Um, I, I like Rachel. I mean, do people, I mean, go and Google Rachel. She was the face of every tabloid for this. She was the mistress of Tiger Woods with a golf club. Oh, so 
I gotta have I her mean, on the show. I mean, she is a legend. She is, she's probably one of the last, um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like high profile mistresses, you know, she was around that whole Ashley Dupree time, you know, where it was like high end escorts, because I think uh, actually, wasn't she? Luke Although Dan Rachel wasn't an escort. Let's okay, just say that because my right. phone is going to ring. Okay. No, she just, I have, I have an episode I just had with her where she oh, said, she, she, wait, was the, was the rumors ever true with Rachel Uchitel? Wasn't she arranging dates then Uchitel. for like Tyga Uchitel? Yeah. Wasn't she arranging well, other people people sort of looped her in as a madam was that part true i never heard that but i'll but i'll ask her about that okay she was the face of seeking arrangement like a two years ago which is a brilliant marketing ploy i mean i would be the face of seeking or you know seeking arrangement you know that website it's yeah sure older, younger you know the yeah. sugar babes sugar babes. Um, i love a sugar daddy i i love a sugar babe sugar dad story nothing wrong with that no, um no, get your coins I'm available for either people, dad or son, whichever, whichever age range you're in and whatever financial, you know, listen, sending your financials, your looks. And if you're hot, it'll go one way. If you got a lot of money, it'll go another way. You know, I mean, and I for all you my window to be a sugar babe, I had uh, you and dads. me both, baby, you know, but here's the thing about the dads, the sugar dads, sometimes you would be shocked. They actually want someone semi age appropriate. Now, I think I've also aged out of that. Again, recently, Sarah gave me 40 years left to live. I hope you're right. It could happen. I've done the math. I'm not so sure that that's actually the number. So I think I've even aged out of that, but a lot of the dads want semi-age appropriate. So just keep that in mind. Maybe there is still hope for us, but hey, I don't mind being the dad. Listen, if you have a hot as fuck body, I also don't mind being the dad. So- Come on, know, reach you're out. rich, but we need like private jet. Let's not say that. Own jet. Yeah, I, I'm like okay, okay with you're, that. You're okay. You're like financially okay, but like we need somebody like jet status. We need like jet, we need to get on Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez's yacht. You know what I mean? We need to be in that circle. Like okay, okay I mean I adore Tom. you, but no offense, you're not there. You know, so no, we need I'm somebody. Not. I know we need somebody next level. So you need to get out there. You're skinny. Okay. You're hot. Like come on. Thank you, Ozempic. But no, I mean, Erica, listen, come on, come on. You live on, in girl. Hollywood. You're not, someone's showing up and giving this to you. You're not paying for it. And Miss Dubrow, I know they're going to say Terry's a flip-flopper, but Terry's all- Terry is. I, I love Heather Dubrow. My girl has come out and said, stop. Someone, did someone say that Ozempic will be the new Botox? Did you hear that first on Behind the Velvet Rope by David Yontem? I believe you have, because now Heather Dubrow is saying we need to stop the Ozempic shaming and, and on every street corner where you can get Botox, you will be able to get Ozempic. It's already happening. It's already available. And the, the semi-glutide generic is already available in all these things. I'm having a weird moment with it where I am not, not hungry anymore. And I have a friend who's on it. Um, who eats all the, like I kind of eat all the time now. I, I, it's my appetite being curved has not been the case for weeks. So I don't know. Wait, like, are you gaining weight or not really? I feel like I am a little bit, but people like you that I see still tell me that I'm thin. So I'm not sure. Maybe I've lost sight of what I look like and I have body dysmorphia. So 
Um, well, Terry, I can't get Terry Dubrow on this show. I will give Terry Cedric. Terry, you're full of it. You know it's not good for the majority of people. For some people, I'm talking like 5% of the population, 10% of the population that truly have diabetes are so obese, they can't turn off the food, you know, that food noise in their minds. Yes, Ozempic, I think, is a great option. And they're saying now that it could help with addictions like shopping addiction, gambling. Hello. Kim Zolciak on it. It hasn't helped with my shopping addiction, girlfriend. Not working for David Yadja. No. So full of it coming back now. And Heather, bullshit. They're, that's probably because Terry is probably getting licensed to administer it. And they're going to get so. money for it. 110% Terry. Stop acting like we're stupid. Administer, Terry darling. Knows Terry I could administer about it came out when he said this is could be very dangerous for people who have had gastric are now turning to this look what has happened to the beautiful lisa marie presley you know and that's what's sad you know her she was so much more than the fucking size of her dress you know but people here we go go. so stupid it's like if you want to lose weight and be healthy absolutely if you're w- wildly obese, yeah, you should get on it because you probably have something psychological going on, you know, a brain chemistry that can't be solved with therapy or, you know, changing what we eat. Anyway, you know, you know what a housewife all, told me? I think he's full of it. You know what a housewife told me after I was just threatened and the producers were threatened by Miss Margaret Joseph? I this know. housewife said after listening to that episode of our show, she called me and said, you know, this is because it's, she has a point. I think I started getting cockier when I lost weight, but now I'm becoming humble again. She said, you know, Marge is just being humble in your face because she's skinny now. And she, it is true. It does add this, like you get a little cockier after you lose the weight right away. But now I'm being humble again, everybody. I'm learning that I'm lucky to just have this show and have all of you. And I'm appreciative. Really, this is not a joke. I'm very appreciative. So- Good. Um, before we wrap up, because yeah, we'll do below deck next time. We have to, and we have to do Salt Lake next time. <gasps> oh my god! People, give me. We still we do have some time. What's okay. your your initial thoughts? The new trailer dropped. It dropped September fifth, I believe. The new season of how of uh, Salt Lake. Let's watch it, girl. Listen, I can't I'm believe I'm excited to watch. I'm gonna. I can't believe I stopped watching season three. Like if you want actual specifics from me of what happened during season three, I stopped. I think it was one of the worst seasons in Housewives history, right along with the Elizabeth Vargas OC season and right along with the COVID Dr. Jen season. Those are the three worst seasons of Housewives as far as I'm concerned. I am so be now someone slipped into my DMs and said they were very upset that Mary was back because of all of the they said Asian hate. That's the word they use. They're referring to like the Jenny N situation, like Jenny, our ex-housewife and some things Mary's. I have to tell you, which that's a whole thing I want to talk about next time because Bravo obviously does not care about any past indiscretions now that Jax and we just, I had a rumor that Max Boyens just quit Vanderpump Valley. I know he was back, but that trailer with Miss Mary Cosby, I am so fucking excited. We have a reality superstar on our hands. That moment where Heather is like, do you think I look inbred? And Mary is like, yeah, I do. (laughs) Has got to be one of the best reality TV moments. Has got to be one of the best. Sarah's laughing. It's like, this is classic. classic. And by the way, it just made the Daily Mail in the UK. It just made the sun. I was looking. It's Mary Cosby on the cover with a slash and Heather. And it says, it says, 
um, housewife thinks other housewife is inbred or something like that. It's this woman. Well, of course, just... the irony is like Mary's married to her, what, step grandfather or something. I mean, they're not related by blood. <laughs> but but in the picture they're using, Heather does kind of look inbred. And that particular picture, I don't know if it's photoshopped, but it's just, it's so funny. I am so happy this woman is back. And so to me, I, there is hope here. I mean, Angie K has been upgraded to a series regular. That's really hard to do. We had Brandy Glanville. It's not easy for a friend of, we had Marlo Hampton. Finally, it's not easy for a friend of to become a full-time cast member. I mean, I think we should give her some credit. I mean, how many times has that actually happened? And I love it. And I, the new girl, we don't know anything about the new girl. Um, who's Except she in, wants to have sex with Seth. Um, uh, uh, and John Barlow. Barlow. She has, listen, listen, let me tell you something about that John Barlow. John and Seth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, girl, I like your entrance. I like her entrance. Her name is Monica Garcia. I mean, I have to tell I'm you. I'm sorry, John Barlow looks so, I think I'd rather make love to a board. I mean, you know, I mean, don't you think? I mean, John no. Barlow, oh, please. Bar- Sarah? Barlow. Seth? No. no, Seth can get down. But John fucking Barlow, no. Can no, no, no. Me? John Barlow, oh, I am, here we go. Okay. I'm sorry, is hot <laughs> as fuck. Sorry, Lisa Barlow. I think John Barlow, no, no. I would take- John yeah, he's not, but there is nothing, there is no, like that dude does one missionary. Like they're uber religious. Give me a break. No, no, I think no. he's good in the sack. Oh, yes. Lord, please. Oh, please. Sarah, have you ever fooled around? I have fooled around with plenty You'd of people from Utah. you on your own dick trying to get some moisture. I mean, it would be the most dry. Girl, you are vile. Your, your language is so inappropriate for these listeners. But let me tell you something. I, who knew Sarah's the ruder. I just used the C word and tell everyone to fuck off. But no, no, no. I don't know if you've ever fooled around with like somebody from Utah, like, and that's a Mormon. No, I mean, I'm not. No, no, no. Honestly, it's a wild I'm not even trying to be sarcastic or funny. Oh, it's, God. trust me, some of the ones that are the most stand up straight and be proper are wild as fuck. So would I have sex with Seth? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. would, I, would I prefer John Barlow? Yes. Period. The end. Would I have sex with uh, Whitney Rose's husband? Hard pass on that one for me. No offense, Miss Rose. Coach Shaw was hot too. Coach Shaw looked like he could get down. He wasn't bad, but I'm telling you, John Barlow is is the number one from Salt Lake for me, girl. Number one. And by the way, I'm really excited to watch this without Jen Shaw. Well, don't you think this is, I think, now look, you can't tell everything by the trailer, but I thought, oof, this is, Jen. poor Jen. I actually have a little empathy for her. This has to be hard because this looks like they're setting it up with Mary. Cosby coming back, I think you can anticipate a good season and probably pretty good ratings. That's going to be very hard for Jenny, for Jennifer. Uh, She's going to watch it. In, and I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah, I almost feel yeah. bad for her, too. She's going to watch it in jail with the girls. Come on. Of course, they are. They watched New Jersey when Teresa was in jail. They're going to watch it. It'll be something to do. And look, Jen might be like, then she she should hold a question and answer session after like, a, like well, this is what's really happening. And that was fake. And I mean, this is going to be her life in jails watching this. The show, Shara, so we have about four, four and a half more years or four years and nine months, whatever it is. How long is she? We have a while left, sweetie. We have to keep at this rate. We only have like four more seasons without the girl. 
I don't know if they're going to bring her back in five years. Housewives beyond. I don't know. But I am. Listen, am I going to give it a long rope? No, I'm going to watch. And the minute it goes south, like Atlanta or the OC, I'm going to kind of dip out and I'm going to be sleeping. But I have to say, I'm more excited about this season of Salt Lake than I was about Atlanta coming back and the OC, Tamara's return, all of that. And that kind of, to me, proved out to be, to me, not great. So I'm, I'm excited. All watch right. it. I, we're we're, we're going to watch. I, I'm, I'm actually quite interested to see with Mary. I just, I mean, I guess final question from me, and this is sheer speculation, but do you think they just offered, I mean, they, they paint it in the media, like, oh, Mary wanted to come back now that Jenny Newen, uh, wasn't that her name? Yeah. Okay, that she's gone and Mary was so hurt by that. And I'm like, Mary's like the most insensitive human being. Like, I don't believe Mary was hurt by that. I mean, do you believe that spin or do you think Bravo did a Hail Mary and goes, look, whatever you were making, we'll double it. We need you. Come on back. I think, yeah, I think Mary didn't show up for the reunion. I mean, apparently, apparently that doesn't matter because we now have people not showing up for reunions that don't get fired. I think it's all bullshit, all of it. So I think Mary didn't show up for the reunion. We needed to prove that we don't tolerate any type of, you know, discrimination or hate. So I think they let Mary go. And no, I think they did a complete Hail Mary, as you say, no pun intended. Season 13 sucked. What can we do? We're interviewing all these new girls. None of them are as good as Mary. Let's bring Mary back. And Mary's like, sure, I'm coming back. I think that one. Rumor is Max Boyens just walked off the set of Vanderpump Valley. He was one of the ones fired with Stassi and Kristen. And, you know, and I had Max on this podcast twice. Everyone should listen. It's great. I was friends with his mother. I became friends with her. She was a listener. I think he's a great guy. But I mean, so that we were having Max back and Jax and Kristen. I think it's all bullshit. I think they will do whatever. Ramona, we fired Ramona because of apparently racial insensitivities and now she's back i think it's all bullshit it is a business it is a corporate machine and that is all that they care about and i'm not trying to be negative mean rude angry that is just the bottom line so it serves their purpose to bring mary back and i think that's what they needed yeah i do that one that one i don't think mary wanted to come back i think they were like we need you because our show sucks and it's if the possibly, price is right, it's possibly going to work. I'm listen, I'm going to watch. I am cautiously, and she's only a friend of, I mean, you know, she doesn't have a, a snowflake, but one good season, one good season. You know, we had Sutton Strack also. I'm now thinking, let's add her to the list of the people that became full time. Um, Mary could, I mean, to me, I'm so excited to watch her. And I'm excited to see Lisa. I'm excited. I feel like I have taken a whole season off. I couldn't do last season. I couldn't. I tried. I tried. I tried. So I bad. tried. So listen, we'll talk about it. All right. Next time right. we got to talk Vanderpump. We got to talk all this other stuff. I'm going to see you so soon, girl. You are. And in the meantime, big interview on the Sarah Fraser show. If you're a fan of 90 Day Fiance, Ooh. famous Big Ed and Liz. Ooh. Given exclusive, the longest podcast interview they have ever sat down for. So talking about their toxic relationship, a lot of people want them off of reality TV for good. So is that going to happen? That's major. I will learn about who these lovely people are. Well, I will get on the You talk about uh, if he's joining Bethany Frankel's reality. You know, he's been on reality television six years, seven years. One of the most famous TLC personalities. Is he joining Bethany Frankel's reality TV union? So he does discuss. 
That's amazing. Um, and I am going to be covering the strike in detail on the weekends on Patreon a little bit with Sarah, uh, with, um, you are Sarah Fraser with Rachel. You could tell we're going to work that in. Cause I am right. this, this strike. I don't know. This might change the face of reality TV. Um, at behind velvet rope, behind the velvet rope, wherever podcasts are found, Sarah, where can we find you? At the Sarah Fraser show. I will talk to you soon. Bye David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.